Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, this is Johnny Phillips. I wanted to just let you know that if today's episode sounds a little weird, it's because I forgot to hit the record button. My bad. So today's audio will be brought to you by my iPhone and good luck. Welcome back to the Modern Real Estate Agents with Johnny and Lizzie Phillips. This is not Lizzie. <laughs> um, if you've been following us at all, you know that we, uh, we just had a baby. And so Lizzie had kind of a traumatic birth there. So she's out on maternity leave. Uh, I guess she's upstairs just kind of laying around doing what she does. But this is Jessica. Uh, if you've been with us uh, for a while, you know Jessica. She's on our team. She's one of our agents. She's done some podcasts with us before. And she's going to be filling in. Welcome. Yes, I'm glad to be here. This is exciting. This is super fun. Yes. Yeah. So um, Jessica is going to be joining us for the next couple weeks, guys. Please tune in. We're super excited. Uh, let's get into it. Today, we're talking about the six ways to win when others lose. We are talking about recession-proofing your real estate business, okay? And if you have been keeping up with current events, you, we have seen um, Silicon Valley Bank fall. Uh, there was another one that fell. Uh, people were worried about a recession really hard last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we wanted to take this opportunity to talk to you guys about what we are doing to make sure that that doesn't affect us. Um, I don't know about you, Jessica, but I have no interest in uh, falling to the whims of the market. Right, absolutely. And I, you know, I'm learning this as well because when I came in, it was the highest the market had been. Everyone was, you know, it was, you great. Know, it was yeah. great. Houses stayed on the market <laughs> for 24 hours. You know, it was, it was good. Um, so, you know, this is something because I came in at so strong and at such a high point. This can be an easy way for agents to fall out and absolutely. and kind of lose their way. So, yeah. it, this is a big deal. It is. It is. And people, I was actually out with a client yesterday and he asked me, so how are you doing? You know, I hear a lot of agents talking about how the, the market's not as good. And I'm like, I don't know what these people are talking about. <laughs> I have not slowed down one bit. In fact, honestly, uh, I'm losing sleep because I have a lot going on. Uh, yesterday, I was writing $8 million in offers. It was, it was insane. It's so, awesome. Yeah. Um, so guys, six ways that we are using to recession-proof our business, and we think that you guys should too. All right, Um, so before we get into that, if you don't know what a recession is, maybe you didn't live through, or maybe you weren't around for the Great Recession, right, in 2009, it was a thing. Rising unemployment, you'll see the stock market drop, and you'll see a dip in the housing market, which is huge for all of us that work in real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because we will be the first ones affected, but you don't have to be. All right, Jessica, what's our first thing? What are we going to do first? So the first thing you're going to do is try and have multiple streams of leads. Um, and so, you know, we kind of compare this to spokes on a wheel of mm-hmm. like the different connecting pieces to hold your business together. Um, the biggest one and the one that I'm, you know, newly to, um, because I'm new to real estate Mm -hmm. is my sphere of influence. Um, and that should be your biggest and strongest way of, of getting leads. Yeah. So think of it like a bicycle wheel, you know, they don't just have one spoke attaching the hub, I guess the hub to to the rest of the wheel, whatever that is. Uh, Um, anyway, (laughs) yeah. No, you have multiple ones, right? Well, the first one should always be your sphere of influence, and that will always be the one that's going to produce for you. It's going to be your strongest one. Um, and after you really 
nail that one down, then you can start moving on to other spokes. Um, what other spokes are you using? Um, social media, which um, I've tried to go to a couple trainings and get myself a little bit um, more advanced in that. Um, I'm normally one that just scrolls and likes to see what everyone else is doing. <laughs> a stalker, um, yeah. I, yeah, I guess that's what you could clarify me as, thank you. <laughs> um, but that is where everyone gets their information. That is where you build that sense of trust with mm -hmm. people that are in your sphere. So you're, you're also piggybacking off that first one, but also unknown people. I Absolutely, mean, yeah. people will go to follow you um, and, and, you know, and then it becomes referral and, and it's, oh, my friend did this on this and go check them out and things like that. So social media marketing um, the houses or even just marketing yourself and letting people know what you do and, and, Absolutely. and all of those things is very important. Yeah. Uh, we were actually just talking about this before we came on mm -hmm. uh, the podcast that Jessica has some stuff backlogged for her, for her social media. Um, what's, what's going on with that? Okay, so I never thought I'd get to the point where I didn't, I don't know. I, I've never made a reel. Um, I feel like that ages me. A little. A little yeah, bit. so um, I started one. Uh, we went to a social media um, webinar or some, you know, um, and so I was like, yeah, I've got all this information and I did all of it. I downloaded the right app. I recorded, you know, with my tripod, I had everything ready. I mean, and it took me the full day to, to record my day in the life. I mean, that 15 second reel took you hours. So um, it's just sitting in the app and I've got to, you know, break it apart and all these things. Mm -hmm. So it can be intimidating, um, especially when you go out and you see people and you see these reels and everything just looks so perfect and put together and like it took them five minutes and absolutely everything for me, social media takes a very long time. Well, it's it's daunting, and like anything else, the more you do it, the easier it's going to be, right? Yes, um, yes. I have a past client who owns um, a contracting company. He, um, I guess he does a little bit of everything. Well, right now, he's making reels of a floor that he's installing, actually, on a house he bought. He bought it, he ripped up the carpet, he found a big foundation crack. It's mm -hmm. on a slab, and like, you're going to be okay, but he's nervous about it. So he's gone through this process of, uh, remediating the, the foundation and he floated it and put up this crazy kind of rubbery apparatus on top of that and then he's gonna put tile on top of it and I mean it's intense but it is the right way to solve that problem and I'm like dude you really need to be using this content right to market yourself and he's trying and so I showed him on face on, on Facebook on um, YouTube I was like these guys will tell you how to use templates so it's not gonna take you a long time, right? The music's there, it tells you you need like 1.2 seconds, then 0 0.0 seconds, and mm -hmm. it just does it for you. And so there are definitely tutorials out there to help you do that. Yours, are you using a template? Or are you just like freehanding it? What are you doing? Well, so with who we were doing um, that class with, with mm -hmm. Liz Weber, I really just, kind of watch how she does it and, and did different yeah. things. Um, and she you. gave a lot of great websites and great apps and great, mm -hmm. um, you know, lighting thing, you know, all, all the things for it. Um, but Good. what I have realized is the hardest thing is that there's nothing that gets the glare out of my glasses when I do oh. a video up close. So um, if any of y'all have glasses um, that you have to wear um, for, sure. for the rest of your life. <laughs> that, um, that's been really tough. And so I, yeah, so 
Um, when it's something that's just turned on me and mm -hmm. trying to get the right lighting, yeah. um, I, I can't use a um, ring light or anything super close. So it's like, I don't know, it's like, okay, I hit that wall, but it's not that big of a deal. I can certainly make it work. Right. Um, but tutorials are great, a great way to do that. Okay, so we're gonna get to multiple streams of income in just a second, but uh, I, I want you to focus on how you can uh, rectify that problem, right? Mm -hmm. Just imagine coming up with a way to take that glare off. I know. You would never have to sell real estate again. I know. Yeah, and I've watched videos how people do it and they're like, okay, your ring light should be 45 degrees tilted down in your neck. And, the, and I'm like, okay, that's too much for me. If I just want to like pop in and say hi and whatever, yeah. I look like, you know, so um, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll solve it. I mean, just think about that. Okay, yeah. no problem. Um, yeah, so social media guys, farming your neighborhood, um, honestly, is never something that I've been really big into. Um, just because it has seemed really old school, right? I felt like, oh, people in the 80s went around and dropped off pies and did that and this, that, and the other. But as times are changing and as the market is gonna be more, uh, more difficult, let's be honest, it's gonna be important to get in front of those people as much as possible. Right. So uh, we were talking last week about postcards, mm -hmm. right? And how, yeah, it's important. Get in front of people in your neighborhood, in your community, often. Put, right. So yeah, I think that doing monthly, monthly branded postcards is not a bad idea. And all. you know, it could be a while before you see something from that. Absolutely. But you know, I've started doing monthly mail outs, mm -hmm. um, and you know, I started with a group of fifty, and then another fifty. So right now I'm at a hundred, nice. um, and I've gotten a couple of referrals from those. You know, some I don't hear from them at all. You know, I try and contact them. Um, but then others are like, I love your stuff. Keep sending it. You know, we're just not, we don't have anything right now. Sure. Um, yeah. but yeah, just being top of mind is literally the key. It really is. When someone thinks housing and real estate, the key is mm -hmm. just being the first person that comes to mind. Right. Like that's the trick to all of this. Absolutely. Um, and then finally guys, outbound FISBOs and expireds. If you've listened to any of our podcasts, you know, that's just my bread and butter, that's what I love to do, make outbound calls. Is it easy? No. Is it fun? Not really. Is it effective? 100%. Uh, mostly because everyone's scared of it, they don't do it. So if you're the person that does it, you're like one of 10% in your market that's gonna do it. Good right. for you. Like you are already putting yourself above 90% of other agents. Um, I've gotten so many listings from that. And those listings can turn into referrals. I mean, it just mm -hmm. keeps going, right? That's the business. Absolutely. And then if they're selling, they'll need to buy or, you know, I mean, there's, it's always you know, a ripple effect after that once you get them. It really is. It really is. Um, so guys, the next one, the next thing that we're going to talk about how to recession proof your business is asking for referrals. Um, I think this, this like outbound calling can be awkward for people. Mm -hmm. It's um, intimidating. Right. Um, I'm trying to think if I've ever asked for a referral at the closing table, which is something that some people say to do. I don't think I ever have. I have not. No, but I've heard people say, while you're at the closing table, while everyone's happy, while they're exchanging keys and they think mm -hmm. you're great, ask for referrals. I've also, on the flip side, heard people say that make that day about them, not about you. Right. So don't be like, hey, by the way, how can you help me by giving me a referral? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I would subscribe to that more. Wait a couple days, maybe a week. Well, that's, yeah, I like to reach out, make sure everything's okay, mm -hmm. make sure that everything's smooth. Um, 
still offer them something and then yeah. ask for something in return. Bingo. So good. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, guys, that can be from anyone, right? Your friends and family, your neighbors, just work it in there somehow. Mm -hmm. um, I heard on another podcast, there's this one guy who that's how he starts every conversation is hi, I'm Johnny Phillips. I work in real estate. Who do you know who I can be helping? Um, which, if that's your thing, yeah. good for you. And that has been his thing. Like people, his friends now joke about it. Like that's how they introduce themselves to him. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so definitely asking for referrals. Um, I wanted to chime in a little personal story that's happening right now with us, just to talk about the power of referrals. We had a couple come to one of our listings. Uh, they didn't get the house. They were very sad about it, but they were they really liked us. And they were like, okay, we're gonna work with this with this team next time we have to. And so, I don't know if it was a couple months later, they hit us up with an email and said, hey, we really like you guys, we wanna work with you, we wanna interview you. So we did, we had the interview, went great. They were like, awesome, we are using you guys. And then we didn't hear from them. Yeah. They were like, what, what happened? We, really, we nailed it, like we really killed that. Well, we learned later that one of their friends came to them and said, hey, by the way, I used this person for my real estate transaction. And that was it. They never even met this person. They know anything about them, but they had a passing referral from a friend mm -hmm. and that was enough to kick us out. Um, so having that referral and having people work for you can be huge. It's, it's just awesome. Now, come to the circle. They called us back after that transaction. We're like, yeah, we, we didn't like them. We really want to work with you. So now they're listening to us live today for, for one of their houses. But referrals. Yeah, it just shows how how much people listen to their friends. Absolutely. Um, well, who doesn't check Google reviews and Yelp mm -hmm. and all that? If you hear someone else talk about how good someone is, you're sold. Yeah. Right? It doesn't matter how good I say I am. Yeah. A personal experience from a friend is like gold. It is. I mean, it's even in a restaurant choice, a, oh, for a sure. bar, a anywhere, a vacation spot. Mm -hmm. You're going to go to your friends first and see if they've done anything. Yeah. You know, because they know what you like and they know, you know. Absolutely. So. And encourage that. Foster that wherever you can. Anytime we hear that someone gives us a referral, we immediately send them a gift in the mail. Yeah. We're like, thanks for the referral. Have this. Do it again. Keep well, and I, I read, you know, it shouldn't just be one time that you thank that person. Oh. You allow them to follow the process with you so that they feel engaged. So it was something I was reading um, and it was like, you first thank them. Mm -hmm. Then you say, okay, now we're, you know, because it might not turn into anything as a referral. Sure. So then when it turns into something, you let them know, oh, you know, we're, we're moving along great. We've got this and this. And kind of so that they know kind of full circle where it came from. And then at the end, yeah. hey, we're closing in a week. Thank you so much again for referring us and maybe send mm -hmm. something else out. So they're getting that, that appreciation throughout the entire process. Um, and it just makes them feel more. That's huge. Yeah. That, more wanting to, more willing to refer yeah. the next time. You're just reinforcing that. Mm -hmm. and, and letting them feel like they are a part of that process mm -hmm. because they were. The only reason you're having any of this is because of them. That's good. So that's, um, I'm in the process with that with someone right now. Um, and so we got their um, pre-approved last year. They were a little frightened, first time mm -hmm. home buyers of the interest rates. And so they put it on pause, um, but I'm still in touch with the person that referred them. 
And so kind of let them know, okay, you know, I appreciate it. Yeah. Hopefully in the future, just want to let you know kind of where this process is at. And now um, we're actively looking now. So um, that they feel appreciated and, and kind of, oh, well, thanks sure. for letting me know, even though, you know, I didn't really help you. It didn't, it didn't pan out to anything last year, but it's, it's coming full circle this year, but just to kind of keep them in the loop. Definitely. It, really, it makes them feel like you really do appreciate them. That, see, and that's awesome. And that's just making your standard operating procedures, right? Mm -hmm. Get your SOPs in order. Um, I was at um, an EXP award ceremony last week and they had like the, the national icon, like the best icon mm -hmm. agent they had in the company. She came and talked to us and she was like, okay, by the way, here are all my SOPs. This is what I do for everybody. And I was like, oh my God, I was sitting there taking notes yeah. and I love it. Like there's so much I want to implement into our business. Um, I, I, like I said, we're even kind of busy. I haven't had the time to sit down and do that. Right. But that's what you have to do. Yeah. That's what you have to do. Absolutely. So another way um, is moving up in your market. Mm -hmm. So um, best way to earn more money and more commissions is to up the price point for the homes that you are trying to sell and yes. market. Yep. Um, so that's, you know, something that I, you know, I kind of started out because I felt like as a new agent, I wasn't ready for those above a certain yeah. price point. Well, mm -hmm. they're, they're not going to see me as professional and, and different things. So I kind of talked my way down and stayed at a range, um, which is not a bad range. I mean, people have what they can afford. Well, absolutely. Um, but if you're, you know, wondering why, you know, your checks aren't lasting for the next commission check mm -hmm. or anything like that, um, move up in your price point and be confident in it. I think that's the best way to do it. Um, and I've heard it said, and I'm sure I've said it on this show, that agents feel confident in the price range that they live in. Like, they feel like these are my people, I mm -hmm. communicate, I, I can, I have rapport with them, I get them. But uh, yeah, move up. In yep. fact, I'm pushing Lizzie into, um, into a luxury um, role for the company. Nice. I'm like, hey, I, I'm asking you if you want to do this, but I'm also saying you're going to do this. <laughs> um, Voluntold. Exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. used to that. Yeah. So I, I'm really excited because it's going to put her in the position to, to do much higher price Absolutely. Kind of things. Um, and we have an, a longtime listener and uh, we talk to him all the time. And he had the same thing happen to him. He was in the, the low 100s, like consistently. Mm -hmm. um, and he was doing great. But the amount of transactions it was right. going to take him to do to make what he wanted to make, it was, it was scary, right? Well, then he contacted me like a week ago. And he's like, oh, by the way, I got my first uh, $300,000 listing. Mm. And I'm like, okay, that's three times what Absolutely. you've been doing. That's what I'm freaking talking about. Absolutely. And it can be intimidating. I remember the first time, um, well, one of the first homes I sold happened to be at, at half a million dollars, sure. but it was because I knew them personally. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, we know you um, and, and how you are. So, you know, we trust you. And then the next time I tried to go for a half million or over, right. you know, they ask you, how many times have you done this? And some people will get very, Jesus. you know, it's almost like they're interviewing your past things, but everyone has to start somewhere. So yeah. um, it can be overwhelming and it can feel intimidating at times, but it's just like cold calling or anything like that. I mean, try and, yeah. and things will pan out and work in your favor. Um, so yeah, absolutely. And if you go on that million dollar listing appointment and you just botch it, awesome. 
good for you. Because the next time you're going to be like, all right, this is what I didn't have. These are the questions they asked that I had no idea how to answer. Right. Use that as a learning opportunity. Absolutely. Um, so the next one, guys, is get educated and specialize, right? And what you want to do this preemptively. If we do have a recession, if things get really bad, we're going to see foreclosures and we're going to see short sales. Mm -hmm. All right. And if you're like most agents, you have no idea what those mean. All right. <laughs> you don't. You're like, okay. Those yeah, are I've, I've honestly never worked in either of them. I mean, I know what they are, right. but not as an agent on this side. You and know? and they, they're different steps. They're different legal mm -hmm. processes, different people uh, talking to the banks and going back and forth. You just need to know what they are. Because right. when this happens, the people who know how to do those two things are going to be the ones that get all the listings. Yeah. They're going to be, they're going to be able to go in to these clients and say, listen, I have the solution and I know what to do. Right. And that client's not going to look at you. They're going to say, oh, well, great. You can sell in a great market. But mm -hmm. I need someone who can do a short sale for me so that I don't wind up on my ass. Right. right? Yeah. And that's who they're going to use. And, you know, when you are educated and specialized in something like this, let people know. That's where you go to your YouTube yes. channel or social media. Because then when someone says, oh, you know, I'm dealing with a foreclosure, I'm not really sure what to do. Oh, well, I watched this video and this person has been talking about it for months. They seem really knowledgeable. Um, that's that's going to get your way in. That's, you know? yeah. So Put yourself on the internet, put yourself on YouTube, let mm -hmm. people know when they go on Google and search for what well, I have to go through a foreclosure. What do I do? Yeah. Your name pops up. Yep. You are the local person who can do it for them. And I will say, this is not on there, but um, we went to an event last year for EXP and they said, you know, and yes, we paid to go to the event, but they, at the end of it, they're like, hey, does anyone want to get relocation certified? Hell yeah. And then <laughs> we're like, and it, you know, sure, let's do it. Will I ever use it? I don't know. Um, we did it and that was last year and I just closed, um, beginning of this month, my first relocation sale. Um, now it's based on like a referral basis, you mm -hmm. know, so you don't get as much, but it was handed to me. Um, and the way, you know, I had to interview between one, me and one other agent, um, got the sale, had offers before it was even listed. That, so it yeah. just, that one worked out perfectly, but, um, relocation, I mean, if you do well for one company, that could be gold That's and you exactly could be right. in, um, you know, and mm -hmm. right here where we live and we've got one of the biggest hospitals, we've got, you know, all these manufacturing companies yeah. and we've got the in with some of those. Um, and now that we're specialized in relocation, um, because that knocks a lot of people out. The only reason I got chosen for that is because in the area where this yep. house was being sold, I was one of the closest ones that had that certification. So that's, that's, yes. that's huge. I have a reload from that same thing, mm -hmm. from that same company uh, through EXP, right? It's awesome yeah. being a part of that because they're only gonna pull from this little pool of people. Right. right. They're not just gonna go out and say, all right, Google who are the agents in this area. They're gonna say, okay, I have to do a reload. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who are my reload people in this area? Right. It was awesome. Yeah. I didn't compete at all. They were like, oh, by the way, here's your client. Client, here's your agent. Done. Yeah. So, cool. Okay. Yeah. So if you're not involved in relocation somehow, do that. Um, and if you don't know how to do that, reach out to us and we can connect you with how to make that happen.
Oh my goodness. Uh, so present yourself as the expert, guys. And if you haven't noticed, that's exactly what we do here, okay? <laughs> we're getting on here and we're we're telling you that we know exactly what we're talking about and a lot of you are believing us. We really appreciate that. Fake it till you make it. But no, um, Jessica, talk to us about uh, the person on YouTube that you hear about all the time. Okay, so I have these, and I call them my lake clients, um, but they're, they're relocating from Ohio. This is not a relocation um, with EXP. Mm -hmm. This is just, but um, I personally know them. I know their daughter, and so it was a referral, and um, they're looking at a lake house in quite a you know million-dollar range. I mean, so we've been looking close to a year now. I mean, it's yeah. almost been a while, but... Um, Every time they come and they're, you know, not wavering on me as an agent, mm -hmm. but they tell me, they're like, have you seen these YouTube videos? Do you have YouTube videos? And they tell me, you know, this person that they've followed has specialized themselves in Lake Lanier, mm -hmm. Lake, you know, living on the lake, living in the town. What, you know, are things that you might not know, you know, how, a, um, you know, a dock permit transfers sure. or how, you know, these things that like. You just think, oh, well, it's okay. I'll learn it when the time comes. But like my clients, he's an engineer and he is like, I need to know all the facts immediately up front, right. you know, yep. at, throughout everything. And so I've learned a lot through it. But at the same time, you know, this person has kind of captured their attention. And if they didn't have me as an agent, they would use her. Yep. Um, and so she has specialized herself in the lake, you know, luxury lake listings and and sometimes it's not just about that it's just about understanding how to live on the lake and what sure you know different taxes or different you know permits or what what is allowed and what's not so it's it's been really eye-opening and something that you know i do know a lot about the lake i grew up here and right so why not use my knowledge and just put it out there so you might not think of yourself as an expert in something um, but if you know, and, and, and I'm born and raised here, so it's a little bit easier for me. Right. Um, but I'm still not using that to my advantage. And, and that's... And even if you're new to a location, maybe you moved mm -hmm. somewhere a year or two years ago. Okay, we'll sit down with a piece of paper and jot down what you know. And if someone was going to move to the area, what would they want to know? Okay, just answer those questions. Yeah. Be that person. Because people do, they, I mean, I, I, I've never moved like that, so maybe I haven't YouTubed. A, a location like right. that. Right. But I know that someone down the street from me used that agent because of her YouTube videos. She, yeah. They came from California. They did. They were like, okay, we found her, this person. We trust their knowledge and we're going to call them. Right. So be the expert. Yeah. And it's not just on YouTube, right? Make a podcast. We made this podcast because another real estate podcast said make a podcast. And I was like, you know, we're going to freaking do it. Yeah. And it's done so well for us. Okay. Make a blog, make a blog, uh, or a vlog, a, a blog, a vlog, all yeah, these things. Yeah. I guess there's two different things, right? Any kind of social media. <laughs> <laughs> vlog is video. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so all of these things, just put yourself out there as the agent mm -hmm. of your location. You are the person. Yep. You are the local expert. Don't even bother looking any further. And even if you might not know the housing market that well, people want to know what's going on in the community. I will tell you, I got the most people riled up in my county about a roundabout. Oh, yeah. And honestly, sure. it's because I had the information 
that was out there for anyone to find, mm-hmm. but I found it and I used that as something because it's in an iconic spot that they're tearing down this a beautiful tree. Are they going to do it? Yeah. Ooh. So it's like this whole thing. So I knew it would stir up something. Um, or is there a restaurant opening? Is there an event um, yes. that's pet friendly? I mean, any of these little things that can get um, people talking about where that source came from and sure. who has the information. So. And if you're overwhelmed about how do you collect that information, there may be someone who's doing that work for you. Mm-hmm. We have uh, connected ourselves with uh, North Georgia Eateries, I think. Yes. Yeah, is a, is a social media mm-hmm. thing around here. And so we share their stuff, they share our stuff. It's been a great relationship. And so we don't have to know all these things, yeah. right? We can just share what they're doing because they know what they're doing. And then people are gonna see it through us and they're like, oh, they are in the know. It's, it's not as overwhelming as it has to be. Yeah, and, and honestly join a community. So I just joined the um, Chamber of Commerce, mm-hmm. born and raised here. I'm like, I know what goes on here, you know, whatever. I don't need to join something to tell me more. Nope, I was wrong. So if you have yeah. something like that, I mean, it's and it's networking and it's, you know, it's just it's a lot of great information. Um, I knew about a lot of local restaurants and different things coming up of what was going on because I go to these meetings now. And just hear other people that have found the information tell me. Well, yeah. So. And this is the location. This is the kind of uh, community where people are talking about what's going to mm-hmm. be changing, right? Yeah. And that's what they're there to do. Yeah. Right? They're making these decisions. So put yourself in a, in a place to be a part of that. Um, and so the last one, I feel like we talked about a couple of different times. I think it's, yeah. <laughs> uh, we've said this in a lot of different ways is just get seen in your community. Um, and I like to take I'm out of the office and go to this kind of tucked away uh, coffee shop. Like you have to be a part of our community to know where this coffee shop <laughs> is, but that's where the people yeah. go who are in the know. Right? Yeah, we're such a small town that, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. do, do that, get yourself out there, let people see you, talk to people um, and do 50 conversations, right? We advise everyone to do 50 conversations about real estate with someone. Okay. It doesn't just have to be just about real estate, right? Use your Ford script. Yeah. Friends, occupation, recreation, dreams. And when you get to occupation, it's just the second one. Ask them, you know, how's their job doing? What are they going to do? Assuming they're not an asshole, they're going to turn around and say, how's your job? And they may not even know what you're doing. Yeah. That's, that's your window right there. Oh, great. I was working with these clients and doing this. Really? Who are your clients? And it's, it's easy. Yeah, um, I, I definitely agree getting out. I have a home office and um, I'm so excited to come record this morning. I was like, ooh, I get to go out of the house, yeah. put on my shoes, which I can do any day of the week. Um, but getting out and I, I'm, I, last week, so I'm on kickball league mm-hmm. and um, we have a game tonight at 9 p.m. No, don't, you don't. I know, they think this is, yeah, like I'm 20 again or something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so last week we were out, it was a beautiful day, um, sitting outside and um, I know the person behind me, I played soccer with his daughter. And so I know where, if they still lived in the same place, I was like, oh, I saw your neighbor's house went up for sale. She was my first grade teacher. Like, you know, I just yeah, knew all this right. stuff. Yep. Imagining if he still lives in that house, he's never moving. I mean, they've lived there 30 years. And so I got started a conversation with him. I'm a previous teacher, so I taught for 11 years. That's what everyone thinks I still do. 
Um, And at my own fault, I'm not great at, I feel like I'm interrupting people or why do people need to know about me? So that's been really hard. But so I turned and talked to him and then, you know, we were just having a conversation and he was like, yeah, you know, I might um, be interested at some point. And I was like, well, I'd love to help you when that time comes. And he just like, how would you help me? And I was like, I'm in real estate now and I've been in it. You know, I got my license October 2020. Um, now I have no way of connecting, you know, Facebook or I don't, you know, we're not friends of anything like that on there. I don't know if he owns one, but I mean, he immediately was like, and I said, can I add you to my mailing list and things, got his email, got his address, got his phone number. I mean, he's like, certainly call me. I'd love to be a part of this. And now if that doesn't turn into anything, I've got probably a referral Um, because he knows me so well. He knows how I am. And it was the easiest conversation but I didn't intend it to be a real estate conversation. And I think in my mind, that's how I was okay having the conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, So do whatever makes you feel comfortable. You know, I don't like just immediately going up to someone and being like, okay, F, okay, family. (laughs) And I do that. I like freak out like I'm gonna miss some part of the conversation. But um, make it natural, make it fit what works for you. Um, and so the, that was a really big deal. Yes, that sounds awesome. Yeah, and it's easy to, you know, and if you're out in public and you have these conversations, other people are listening. And other yeah. people might be a part of that group. Well, oh, well, I know someone that's been talking about this, and you never know what it can turn into. That's good. Um, so get out there and talk. I, I want to point this out, too. Uh, as you were talking, I was like, oh, maybe that's a good opportunity to carry cards. I don't carry business cards. He asked me if I had one. Really? And I, so the reason I brought up kickball is because we were, I was in my kickball uniform, mm-hmm. you know, and um, he was like, do you have a card? And I was like, right? I don't. And I don't even carry a purse, so I'm real bad. <laughs> I just carry my phone with my um, ID and, sure. and card inside it. But that I've been asked that, and a lot of people depending on, you know, what they, they like, that physical holding of the card. Well, right, and people um, in our generation may not ever ask for a card, but right. anyone else might, Yeah. right? So don't just limit yourself to, okay, well, I wouldn't ask for a card, so other people aren't gonna ask for a card. But Always I, have them. Yes, and yeah. I love what you did, though. Like, the trouble with cards, and when I first got um, in real estate, my team taught me, don't carry cards, because if you give out your information, they're never going to call you. Your job is to get their information. That's your job. Yeah. And that's kind of where I got in that habit of not carrying cards. But you just went straight to that. You're yeah. like, oh, can I put you on my, my list? What's your address? What's your email? All the contact information. You nailed it. And I think that that repetitive getting in front of them is going to be yeah. so much more important than them having a business. And company. he was very willing to offer it up. You know, I guess in my mind, I'm like, you know, what am I really going to be? Because we always say added value. What value yeah. can you add? And so um, I've, I've really gotten good with my monthly mailers and, you know, I get compliments on them and different things. And so oh, yeah. just to let him, you know, hey, I send something out free to you. You don't have to use me. You know, yeah. the time comes, I'm going to be top of mind because he's going to see something coming from me every single month. And every couple months, I might reach out with a phone call every quarter or something and just kind of say, hey, popping in, yep. even though I do see him and his wife every time we're out. So that's, you know, it well, can be in person too. I mean, you're gonna be top of mind, no matter yeah. what. And now they don't assume that you're a teacher. They know, oh, you're right. in real estate, and that's, right. the connection is there. Yep. Super important. Absolutely. Well, do you have anything to add to that? 
<sighs> Besides getting real estate tattooed across your forehead, we don't recommend it. I know. I see a lot of people with the shirts, you know, and I'm like, like I that. don't know. I don't know about that. I don't. I'm not. I'm not there yet. But I mean, maybe people make. Maybe. maybe they get get transactions out of that. I don't yeah. know. Um, I don't know if I want to be that person yet. Yeah. But. You know, whatever. That's why I say do what works for yeah, you. Yeah, do what works. Um, you know, I've gotten a lot of advice from Johnny and Lizzie. I've gotten a lot of advice. I mean, you know, and that's another thing. Be careful of going to asking so many people because you're going to get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So stick with someone that you know and trust and, and get use that information and use a little bit at a time. Don't, don't try and throw all of it on there. Um, you know, if, if 50 is a lot, hey, five is better than zero from the week before. I mean, you may yeah. what you think is, is worth it, but get out there and do, do something. Definitely. Yep. Definitely. That's my advice. All right. All right. Well, Lizzie and I usually like to drop off with a, a crazy random question. Oh, and I we, do know this. We never think of it in advance. Okay. I, I haven't. So, okay. So my question <laughs> for you is, is how was today? What would you think? Would you come back and do this again? I hope so, because you're scheduled to. But. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would come back and do it again. Um, it it was it's intimidating. I, sure, you know, sure. I mean, I, I feel like y'all y'all's episodes are so effortless. You know, I felt like it went really well. I mean, I, I I do feel like it went well, and a lot of the stuff you know now that I've been in it long enough to go through transactions on both sides and right. go through some, you know really hard times with, you know, different, mm -hmm. different transactions or lenders or, you know, whatever it may be, I, I can speak on it. Right. So yep. it wasn't so hard. Um, sometimes seeing it, you know, it's like, oh, do I really have something to say? But apparently you do. Apparently I do. <laughs> apparently I do. So do you get the same question or do I have to ask a different question? I, I will leave that up to you. So the ball is in your court. Okay. Well, today I'm going to give you the same question. Sure. Okay. That's, that's good. Um, well, I felt very comfortable <laughs> doing this. I would do this again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but as well, we're scheduled to. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I think this yeah. was great. 100%. Awesome. Uh, there was one thing that I would change. Okay. You're like, no, <laughs> wasn't you. Wasn't you. This is going to be on our buddy, Avin John. Avin John is our editor. Uh, and I'm going to oh. reach out to him. Okay. Because I didn't hit the record button. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. But we're here and he might be able to, uh, to help us with that. Can you fucking believe it? Oh my gosh. Okay. So you might see us again. I don't know. Maybe I mean, we'll be really prepared for maybe that. Maybe this one. was a re rehearsal. We don't know. <laughs> um, okay, guys. Uh, assuming that this makes it go out to the world, thanks for joining us again. We'll be back next week. See you later. See ya.